Hello and welcome to the very first episode of The New Moon Podcast featuring Sandro Casato. Sandro is a coach and sales expert who started in this industry just 16 months ago and has managed to grow to manage over 35,000 people across Europe. That's in 16 months. Sandro has learned so much along his journey, and this podcast is to help share the lessons that he's learned along the way so that you yourself can maybe implement some of the lessons he's learned and become more successful in your own life. In today's episode, we'll be discussing Sandro's upbringing and the values that have got him where he is today. Let's dive right in. Sandro, I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to your very first podcast episode. Let's start with the name. Why did you want to name this podcast New Moon? Hi, Ali. I'm also super excited. I'm honest with you, but I'm really enjoying it being with you here and recording my first podcast. So um, for all those who don't know me, it's time that you get to know me. For all those that already know me, you know that I have this fixation for the moon as uh, our goal, you know. So I think that every single human being should aim for more in life. So the moon represents our more individually, but also as a team, if you want. And it represents a bit what we can achieve during an entire year, for example. As we know, we have 12 new moons every year. I see it like 12 opportunities to reach our goals, to progress, to improve ourselves, to become like a better person, a better human being. That's the reason why I named my podcast New Moon. Amazing. How do you get people to aim for the moon? And is it really necessary to aim so high? So there are two reasons why uh, I used the moon as a symbol. Because uh, as I already told you, I think... Um, accommodating ourselves to the world is not not really what brings you forward because uh, I prefer to aim for something which is much bigger, which probably I will never reach, but at least I, I tried, you know, I don't settle for, for too less. The other reason why I chose the moon as a, as a symbol, as a vision, is because uh, every every human being has uh, its its own moon, and the moon represents a bit our objectives, our goal, our whys. And the moon unifies um, all the visions. For example, of my team, because when we look at the moon, it doesn't matter if uh, you are in Germany, in Austria, in Switzerland, in Portugal. Uh, the moon symbolizes something for every everyone and also everything for our community and our team. Oh, wow. I love that. So you're saying that the moon symbolizes something different for everybody, but we can become unified in that we're all reaching for something as high as the moon. Exactly. And that's, that's super powerful when you pursue the same, the same goal, the same vision as a team, I think. Incredible. So, Sandro, can you tell me a little bit more about what you were doing before you became this coach? Yes, so I came from an experience as an entrepreneur in the IT industry. My clients uh, were in the in the banking sector, so I had, I had my own IT consulting company with uh, eighty employees. So I I was doing I was doing good. I was doing good. 
So, Sandro, why did you actually pick the IT career in the first place? You know, Ali, I come from um, a very hardworking family, Italian family of uh, immigrants. My mom is a hairdresser. My father is a truck driver. So, and they taught me what what real hard work means. On the same time, they they wanted for their children some something more than this. And so I was trying to satisfy them by choosing one of the best ways to do so. And that is probably uh, the way I chose uh, when I started in IT with my apprenticeship. So unconsciously, uh, I was trying really to um, make them happy, which is, uh, I think, in the nature of, uh, of every kid to make uh, his own uh, parents happy. Uh, on the other hand, at this moment in time, I was really uh, convinced that that was the right way to go. Yeah. And so why did you decide to leave that, that IT job? You think, you know, um, I, came, I come from a very good financial situation. But with the time, and to be honest with you, uh, already my mentor I had during my apprenticeship, he told me uh, that I wouldn't be um, meant for IT, you know. So also that th the fact that I was doing business in a quite dry environment like the financial industry, this of course didn't help. At the age of 36, I started asking myself, um, the right questions, I would say. I think that the whole uh, COVID pandemic helped a lot because I had also more time for myself. And uh, I'm very happy uh, about the, uh, the new direction that, uh, that I took because of these right questions that I asked to myself. That's incredible. I think you're absolutely right that the pandemic changed a lot of mindsets of people and the direction that they took their careers. Can you share maybe some of those questions that you were asking yourself to help get you on this new path? Of course. I mean, the, the first question that I asked myself was, uh, am I loving what I do? Another question that I asked myself, do I want to keep doing this until the end of my days, until the end of my career? And um, do I even um, get the chance to to give everything that it it's in me, or is there more that I can give to people to the world? So of course I I found the answers, but I'm honest with you, it wasn't uh, it wasn't so so easy to to be honest uh, with myself and to admit these things to myself after such a long period of time. No, it. It sounds like you didn't necessarily take the easy way out. It sounds like you you left maybe a comfortable job in pursuit of something that was more meaningful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And can you share with us a little bit about what drives you personally in life, in business, um, in general? Yes. So the thing is, I, I'm sure every single human being has something in her, on in, in him, that uh, is special. It's something like a talent, something like a gift for the, for the world, you know. And I found myself being able to encourage people, to coach them, to teach them how to um, release 
their potential that it's in them to even let them discover this potential because uh, we we are very harsh with ourselves you know sometimes we don't even allow ourselves to uh, dream beyond what's normality you know what the society um yeah also a bit influences us to accept you know so i think i uh, my mission my goal is to make people uh, find and release their full potential to achieve their goals that's beautiful so what drives you is actually helping others and e seeing others succeed exactly that gives exactly. you energy absolutely i can i can work 24/7 because it's not it's not working you know that's that's the thing And would you describe yourself necessarily as one of the most outgoing people that you always imagine yourself working with so many, many people? Absolutely not. And uh, believe me, Ali, this was one of the biggest challenges that I had to, to face because uh, you wouldn't believe it, but I'm quite introvert. Uh, I find, I mean, I my circle was always small with super high quality. Uh, I I didn't even do it on purpose, but just to give you an example, I was able to go out to a bar or to a club with my own drink, talking to my friend that I already know the whole evening without um, meeting anyone, without uh, saying hello to every, anyone. Because uh, first of all, I didn't feel this need because I had the person I could relate to. And second of all, for me, it was really a challenge to uh, start talking with someone about my personal life, about my private life. And uh, also this podcast, even if it doesn't seem like this, but for me, it's quite, it's quite challenging to open up about my past, about my personal issues. So um, I really had to understand um, that the people around me need this. They need to know me. They need to understand that I also had my challenges. I still have them. That I uh, have my fears. That I'm I'm one of them. I'm I'm a human being, you know. So, um, and the other thing that brought me to open up is the fact that my team was showing me um, constantly their feelings, their love towards what we were doing. Uh, they really showed uh, appreciation towards the the effort that I was putting in the whole thing um, to to help them to achieve their better their better personality, their their goals. And I couldn't resist, you know, I tried a bit to resist. I didn't even do it consciously because I was like putting my hands so in front of me a bit. But after two or three months, I just uh, had to to accept um, that this uh, this new um, mission that I had was doing with me what uh, what it was supposed to do with me. That's it. Yeah, that's beautiful. So you mentioned a little bit um, along the lines of being vulnerable and mm -hmm. opening up and you explained a little bit how you did it. But if someone came to you and said, Sandro, I really can't open up. I keep people at arm's length. What, what would you say to them? What advice would you give them to be more vulnerable and maybe allow themselves to open up? There is something about me that I found out with the time and is that life, work, family, um, 
it's not even something that happens on purpose, but it happens with the time. You create something like a shell around you that is uh, um, created by by the years, by by as I told you, situations, uh, problems, whatever it can be. So it's um, you you become like a little bit unreachable for the people, and that's because only you know what are your vulnerable points that you don't allow people to to get there, to touch there, to um, yeah, that's. That's the point. So I would even say that what we are doing right now, symbolically, it's like uncovering what life's what life has covered during the last few years. So I I tell them to try to think back how they were a few years ago, like five years, even even less, even two years, three years. It depends. I have to do with people from different age groups. So of course, younger people have. I think they have quite a shorter period of time that maybe something happened in their life that led uh, to let them become like a bit more um, not open towards what life can offer them. So it it really depends. It's very subjective um, how life shaped uh, a person. But I really try uh, to let them think back how they were. It's funny that you ask me this, but usually I ask men, um, for example, if they ever uh, wrote a love letter to their woman. And and then they they look a bit around and they are almost a bit ashamed. Some of them say yes, and they are ashamed because they are not doing it anymore. Others do know and ask themselves, why I never wrote a love letter to my to my wife, to my girlfriend, or whatever it is. So it's um it's it's really beautiful to see how people like dive into themselves and start asking themselves the right questions. Yeah, that's amazing. And it seems like your role as a coach a little bit is just to hold people more accountable and to ask the right questions that they can actually answer for themselves. It's not up to you maybe to tell them who they are or how to be. You just lead the way and provide the the space for them. That's it, Ellie. I, I'm and to be honest with you, I'm not qualified for this. I'm not I wouldn't allow myself to give people like suggestions or because I'm, I'm not a life coach I'm not um, a mental coach I'm I'm not like this I'm not uh, I didn't even study to be this you know the experience that I did on the job in business shows also that I'm quite uh, qualified to give you uh, advices and suggestions in terms of business in terms of career and so on so the things that i can do for you personally privately are just um, stimulate the fact that you start thinking and asking yourself the quite the right questions and that you finally start being honest with yourself that's it that's beautiful it sounds to me like you're a very humble person would you say that hum humbleness or humility has played a large role in how you got to where you are today and have you seen that change as you've experienced different levels of success Mm -hmm. that's a good question Um, i think that being humble is crucial uh, not just for our business but in life and if you want to talk about the the business direction that i chose um, almost two years ago 
um, I understood that I had to start all over again. And you know, Ali, the easiest thing for me would have been to think, hey, I have 15 years of experience in entrepreneurship. I led a team of 80 people. I can do this easily, you know, but I admitted to myself it was a new industry. It was something completely that I had to learn from the scratch. I heard from other more experienced people uh, than me that this new industry was working um, the opposite, like dynamically the opposite how traditional business would work. So I accepted that I had to start from zero. So what I had to do was uh, I, I bought books that I read immediately, like overnight, the first two days. I subscribed to the online academy of the best coach of our industry. I was basically learning and applying, learning and applying. And why I was learning and applying, I was also teaching already to my people how they could apply as well, you know. So it was really a learning by doing process. But what was the trigger for that is I really uh, admitted to myself and understood that I had to begin from zero like I was starting an apprenticeship. And, and by the way, I still tell people after 20 months that I'm in my second year of apprenticeship. So I'm, I'm still learning today. I'm, I'm um, buying courses. I'm attending courses. Um, so it's, I think um, being humble is one of the most, most important qualities if you want like to go on in life. Mm -hmm. I really like how you explained that. I think one of the best qualities someone can have is having a beginner's mindset towards anything that they do. Even if you think you're an expert, there's always something to learn, right? Exactly. So it sounds like you're very keen on constantly learning more and improving yourself and just looking to others for their wisdom. Can you share with us maybe one or two of the people that you look up to who are your role models yes so you just something that really nails it down because uh, my motto is progress is perfection and actually i didn't invent it i was inspired by as i told you the greatest coach of of the industry which is uh, eric worry um he's kind of my virtual uh, mentor because uh, we we never spoke uh, to with each other but everything that i learn everything that i did up until now was uh, applying what uh, he taught me uh, on his uh, online courses and also through his book another great uh, personality that inspired me a lot uh, is jim ron is not with us anymore, um, but uh, I, I'm a person, I go to the gym every day, you know, and before I started with this new, um, with this new challenge, I, I used to listen to music while I was at the gym, so I replaced and the podcasts of Jim Ron with the music. Uh, my performance at the gym went also up because of this. No, it's it's really inspiring. And I I apply many of the things that I learned from Jim Ron to to this activity that I'm doing right now and also when it comes to uh, leading my team. That's incredible. It's so 
lucky that we live in a time where we can access all of these different great minds who may not even be with us today, but through technology, we can access all of what they shared with the world. Yes. So to end this podcast, this very first episode, I want to bring it back to the moon. And I just want to ask you maybe what you'll be working on for yourself over the next new moon cycle over the next 28 days. So, uh, Ali, I just came from an incredible annual convention uh, with uh, with my team. And this gave me so much energy. And that's good because uh, the last quarter of the year is starting. So it's, it's going to be a super intense time with uh, many get togethers with other team members from other countries. We planned many team events. Uh, it's really an, a super intense phase that is waiting for me i'm excited about it because uh, i'll be i will be traveling and visiting my team all over all over europe on the same time of course i always uh, try to improve myself so i will work on myself but it's it's my mission to bring my people to reach their goals in this last part of the year and for that we we will go once again all in that's amazing and I just want to selfishly ask, are there any daily practices that you do to make sure that you stay on the right track? Is it like, you know, something as easy as brushing your teeth and saying what you're grateful for or something like this that you practice every day to keep your mindset right? That's a nice question. Uh, yes, I have a morning routine. Uh, I go usually for a walk of 20, 30 minutes. I live uh, very nearby the forest. So it's like an uh, inspirational walk that I do. I come back, uh, take a quick shower, and then I sit down, have my morning coffee with my to-do list. Uh, I'm sure you will um, see it also on my Instagram channels, but I'm a fountain pen collector, so I use my fountain pens to write down the activities that I'm do uh, that I do uh, during the during the day. I'm quite organized, I would say. So this is like how I start every day. Of course, when I'm on my walks, I practice um, gratitude and also I affirmation. For example, I I would say I'm a visionary, so I always trying to visualize the the next goals. That's amazing. So there you have it. Maybe for the next 28 days, you can go out there and try to implement one uh, one piece of Sandra's morning routine. Maybe it's a walk. Maybe it's finding a piece of gratitude. Maybe it's building a to-do list. Whatever it is, I thank you so much for joining us today, Sandro. And just so that everyone knows where to find you, can you tell us your Instagram handle, your website, where, where people can reach you? Of course. For now, you can reach me on uh, the best will be on my Instagram it's uh, Sandro, just that you replace the A with a number seven, which is my favorite number. That's it. I love it. Thank you so much for listening to our very first podcast episode. If you have any questions for Sandro or you really enjoyed this conversation, please leave us a comment or a review on Apple. Follow along on the YouTube channel by subscribing to Sandra's page and we'll see you on the next new moon.